Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Astrologer Bill Atride radio show. I'm Bill Atride, and this is the fourth show in 2018. And today I thought we'd would take a look at uh, the USA chart and the current conditions prevailing in it, specifically looking at uh, this uh, transit of the planet Saturn moving through Capricorn, uh, which it does every 27 or so years, every 29 years, and is there for about two and a half years. Uh, and there seems to be a pattern here we can sort of uh, witness in terms of history that I thought would be kind of interesting to examine and look more deeply into this. Um, so I'm going to talk about that for a little while, and then I'll open up the, the, the switchboard here and, and take your calls. And you may certainly talk to me about the, uh, the topic today or any other topic, if you wish, and including your own chart. And if you are calling about your own chart and have questions about it, uh, do please just give me your first name. Uh, and your birth date and place and time, if you have it, so I could answer that personal question if you have one, okay? Uh, and again, uh, I hope to be doing this more frequently, but it seems to be I'm in a schedule here about once a month, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, but again, if you have any particular topics or questions you'd like me to address in any future episode, you could email me or, or, or reach me through my Facebook page or email me through the blog or here, uh, just, just uh, contact me on my phone number, which is uh, 646-401-0155. And, and that includes if you want to get a, an actual reading for yourself personally, uh, that's what I do. That's my business. So anyways, uh, with that in mind, um, let's, let's look at today's topic. Um, and and with it, just starting here, as I noted in my 2018 forecast on the blog, back in January and, and looking at the USA, um, Saturn will be opposing now the USA, Venus and Jupiter during this year, 2018, as Saturn begins its two and a half year passage through the sign of Capricorn. Uh, moreover, it will move into the middle de- degrees of Capricorn in 2019 and then align with both the USA sun and Saturn as well. Um, so in a way, we look at this almost over two years of these kind of alignments of uh, of a cardinal planet, in this case, Saturn and Capricorn, moving over the cardinal planets in our chart, our Sun, our Venus and Jupiter, and then our Sun and, and Saturn, of course. Um, and, and, and what I want to see what that might indicate. And it, when it's done this before, it's kind of interesting. Uh, the last three such times that Saturn moved through Capricorn, which was 1988 to 91, and 1959 to 62, and 1929 to 32, during those periods, the USA experienced economic challenges, and these challenges led to upsets or reversals in political power. Now, a pattern does not predict the future, but we should consider why this passage of Saturn through Capricorn might bring about these effects, and more importantly, understand what the meaning and message is behind this experience. Astrology uh, can provide insight upon almost any consideration or question, whether that be in individuals or groups or larger entities. Whether you're examining a corporation or national chart or other worldly matters, astrologers call this branch of astrology mundane or worldly astrology. Uh, the astrological signs, planets, and houses of a chart retain much of their essential indications and meanings, but they have to be obviously adjusted with respect to what the object of study is. Like, for example, um, the sun on an individual's chart indicates that person's essential character, their pure potential, if you will, their essence. Uh, and whereas in a chart that the, the sun represents or governs or rules the essential character of that state, 
and it may also indicate the supreme authority or ruler and the myths or images that the state holds for itself and how others then may view it. Whereas in a person's chart, the moon indicates their emotional temperament and needs of how they react without thinking. Whereas in a nation's chart, it rules the masses, it rules the people and indicates popular moods, opinions, and ideologies. Today, we're going to be looking at the meaning and messages of Venus and Jupiter in the chart of the USA. The USA has Venus and Jupiter and its sun in the seventh house, the house of relationship, and all three of these are placed in the sign of cancer. What this indicates is that the USA for us, that our personal values and self-worth, Venus, and our principles, generosity and good fortune, Jupiter, and our very, very being and purpose, the sun, is revealed and realized and fulfilled in the nature and quality of our caring cancer relationships to one another, the seventh house, as citizens of this country, and then also externally with regards to the nature of our relationship to the world at large. What this really means is the USA's true source of strength and value, America's greatest strength, with the two benefics of astrology, Venus and Jupiter, our values and principles in this seventh house of relationship, is to be found in our abundant generosity of spirit towards one another and towards the rest of the world. Our strength, our real wealth, lies in our continuing contribution to one another's self-fulfillment, to the pursuit of true happiness. Our founding as a compact with one another was seen by our founders as, and those who followed them as the next step in the evolution of spirit, as spirit can be seen here as ever bending towards the eternal truth embodied in the mystery and power of self-fulfillment. For humans in general, and for the USA in particular, this state of happiness is supported and fulfilled by our freely formed relationships with one another. The USA represents in the very nature of how it was established by its founding and foundational documents, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, that the essential character of the USA would be a state that is founded not upon blood and soil, not by reference or allegiance to the myths of empires and kingdoms, and certainly not be established as a government held and shaped by hierarchies of inherited power. Instead, here individuals would freely choose to join in a compact and govern themselves. This revolution in governance is beautifully affirmed by the idea inscribed upon the great seal of the USA. And this idea expresses our national motto when the USA declared itself to be a novus ordo seclorium, which means a new order for the centuries. The founders of this nation understood that what they were creating was something new, something heretofore unfamiliar because it represented a radical break with the past. It was a revolution. Here in this nation, we would come together and freely determine our relationships with one another. We would surrender all title and privileges equals to one another. We would be subject to no king or prince or clan or class. Instead, we agreed to come together as equals and to form a voluntary association, and we established a compact with one another. This sacred compact is sealed and protected by the one and only true ruler in America, the rule of law and our Constitution, which is why the USA has Saturn, the principle of order, in Libra, the scales of justice, in our 10th house, the ruling authority. In the United States, the law is king and no one is above the law. Embodied in our law are the values, Venus, 
that we have so far evolved that form and guide our conduct with one another personally. Those values are made into rules or laws which we have agreed upon, and these are held by the planet Jupiter, the ruler of law, so that we know how we are expected to conduct ourselves with regards to one another. In other words, we have established these laws as the crystallized form of values with and between one another. The essential heart of all those values with Venus in Cancer is that we would care for one another. And behind that is the spiritual truth that we intuitively and lovingly understand that our own happiness depends upon, in fact, springs from the well-being and happiness of our fellow brothers and sisters. But unlike some who believe that those original laws are first rules, the Constitution, to be a finished piece and not to be altered, most of us find that the story of human fulfillment is an unfolding one that is far from over. And so we must keep improving upon and adding to our values and improving our rules or laws, too. The Founding Fathers certainly knew their work was not finished or done with them. They sought to go beyond what had been, yet they could not reach or agree beyond a certain understanding. They struggled over issues and did not overcome some of their very own challenges. And so they left it to other generations to face the glaring injustices that were embodied in our first set of rules. How could it have been otherwise? In many ways, as the various planets align over the years with these significant indicators of our journey, we can see the rise and fall of our path as we find and make our way to forge a better union with one another and create the conditions for our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. In the chart of the USA, it is this conjunction of Venus and Jupiter and Cancer in our seventh house and the significant transits to these two bodies and then to, that, to the Sun and to the Saturn that will mark significant periods in this ongoing story of our progress to bring into reality a more spiritual realization of our other motto, which is E Pluribus Unum, out of many, one. Every seven to eight years, Saturn will make a hard contact to the USA, Venus, and Jupiter, and then the Sun and Saturn. And each time it is a reminder that our work of forming a more perfect union is far from over. But it is this particular passage of Saturn in Capricorn and opposite to the USA's Venus, Jupiter, and then Sun, which happens every 28 or 29 years or so, it is this period that elicits a rather dramatic experience of this ongoing struggle to make real the ideal that is the USA. The Saturn reality principle, challenge to Venus, forces a reassessment of the values that do or do not hold us together just as these same values will hold or not hold a family together in shared sensibilities and love for one another, with Venus and Cancer, the sign of family. Then Saturn to Jupiter will equally challenge the larger systems of belief that form our common understandings and agreements as to what constitutes reality, because Jupiter rules our experience of truth, philosophic, scientific, and religious. This Saturn passage reveals the strength or weakness of the internal and external bonds that hold us to one another of our shared values and beliefs that guide our journey to self-fulfillment with and through one another. Really, every seven to eight years, and certainly and more dramatically every 29 years or so like now, we are faced with the need to confront the gap between the ideal and the reality in our values and principles that form and inform our sacred compact with one another. But Venus and Jupiter hold additional meanings, too. 
And these contribute to other effects that we also experience with this passage of Saturn through Capricorn. Venus, connected with Taurus and Libra, also rules the resources of a nation, like in financial institutions and bankers and farmers. Jupiter also rules the national wealth, and it rules banks and the rich and the general financial life of a nation. The USA is blessed with Venus and Jupiter conjunct one another. That means that they're in the same position in zodiacal space, like forming one beautiful star together. And in fact, they are the planets that rise before the sun. Jupiter leads the sun and Venus leads Jupiter. So they're all coming together with the sun in the USA chart. Um, and so what we have here that with USA given this blessing is that we have the, these, the, they're called the lesser and greater benefics. The USA is truly blessed, therefore, by good fortune. But just as in a personal chart, good luck is not something one has. It is something one makes. Venus and Jupiter brought together create good fortune precisely because they indicate a generous and bountiful nature. It is because together they create a character of goodwill and an abundant spirit of generosity. The USA has always been a very generous nation, and as long as it continues to do so, it will be rewarded by the return of good fortune too. But this passage of Saturn over this blessing in the chart for the USA is often marked by economic downturns, recessions, or worse. In a way, just as in the individual's chart, the passage of Saturn like this over Venus can make one feel less valuable, less loved, and lead to losses of value internally and to the breaking up of relationships externally. Well, here, too, that will be the larger reality of what happens to the USA during this period. Likewise, the opposition to Jupiter will also curtail the generosity and goodwill for one another and towards other nations. And because Jupiter rules the law, our rule of law will be tested and challenged. Whenever Saturn opposes Jupiter for an individual and in a nation, they will encounter economic difficulties downturns and upsets and if history is any guide with jupiter also indicating the conditions for the ruler of a nation the last three passages of saturn in capricorn have been accompanied by a change of political fortunes in any upcoming election in no small measure we are being reminded that this year and the next that our good fortune and our self-fulfillment rests on and depends upon each of us. We, the people, are the truest and greatest treasure in this land. We are greatly enriched by our diversity of peoples, for it is from our complex webs of relationships to one another that we forge our wealth and good fortune. We are reminded once again that our own happiness can only be experienced and can only be increased and by affirming and abiding in our pledge to one another, that we will continuously strive to create and preserve our union with one another, and that we lovingly dedicate our lives and fortunes to the well-being of one and all. Okay, well, I, I just wanted to sort of lay that out there as my little statement as to what's going on here. 
with this passage of Saturn going over both Jupiter and Venus this year and then moving on to our Sun and Saturn next year. And, and certainly um, it is this sort of measured beat that occurs with astrology of planets mar- marching over these points in any particular chart, whether of an individual or group or nation. And yet, of course, each time it's different because no matter what, other planets have moved into other positions. And so the, the meanings and messages are more nuanced than I might be just laying out here. There's a lot to sort of flavor and alter and, and st- strengthen or weaken uh, the influences here that we are undergoing. But certainly most people would agree that we certainly are going through a period of great soul searching as to regarding the, the message and meaning of America and what our true value is. And people sometimes get caught up in the physical in terms of how much money they have or how much wealth they've produced. And that's, that's fine. That's adequate on that physical plane. But that's sixth value. That's what you could call that dead value. And what we have to remind ourselves is that the source of all value for us as humans comes from us in the power of our creativity and, and ability to change our circumstances and one another. And so we want to always work to developing our human potentials and human relationships one to another to enhance our well-being and our good fortune. Um, but certainly when Saturn's opposing Venus, there'll be losses and we'll feel a lack of love or value in our world, in our life. And likewise, with Saturn over Jupiter, our relationships will be tested and our principles tested. And we also may become more fearful than optimistic. And we need to be careful about choking off our growth through fear or doubt or discord. Uh, and certainly those are things that we are contending with in our culture at this time, uh, I would argue. And certainly when that happens, there's a growing ill at easeness amongst the people, um, which then moves on up the ladder of life and begins to affect uh, the political hierarchies and structures of that nation and our nation in this case. And certainly uh, given what happened in the previous periods, like in in the previous periods, as I mentioned, were um, 88 to 91. Well, that was when... um, Coming out of the the Reagan years, uh, George Bush, the senior, was running the country uh, and the economy was doing poorly. And and Bill Clinton ran on the the simple message, it's the economy, stupid, and won the election and swept into office, uh, overturning a run of of Republican uh, uh, years of being in office. Similarly, in 59 and to the early 60s, after uh, the two terms of Eisenhower and Nixon was running against Don F. Kennedy, but the USN again was stumbling into recession and difficulties then, and the Cold War was ramping up. Again, um, the people turned to a different political leadership uh, moving into the Democratic Party for the next several years. And so it's a kind of interesting. It's always been going from Republican to Democratic twice in a row there. And in the previous period, in 1929 to 32, uh, Herbert Hoover was trying his best in his own way to, to pull us out of the Great Recession, the Great Depression. Uh, and failed uh, or was not able to do so. And, and what swept in was the democratic leadership of FDR during that period. So historically, there have been these, these echoes that ring down to us here that there's a change in the wind and energies are in motion now that maybe portend or foretell a change of uh, political structures and hierarchies and power in this country. But it all springs from this great reassessment and realignment 
of what is our value and what is our truth. Okay? So I hope that was uh, interesting and fun and entertaining and all that. Uh, but let's turn now to your questions. And I see there are some of you hanging on here for some time. So let me uh, see who's here first. So I'm going to pick up this first caller and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Hi, Hi Bill. you're on the air with. Hi, <laughs> you, you knew I was picking you up. <laughs> Hi there. It's Rose. <laughs> Who is this? Who Rose. Is this? this Rose, is Rose, have you? Um, oh, I've, I've talked to you before, right, Rose? December 56? Last year, Do I have I'm you? pretty sure. Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, good. So I already have your information, and it's December 10, 56, 425 right. p.m. And, Okay, yes, Scott, because I keep all the, the previous caller's information here in my database so that if I, you know, we have you already, let's get, we can get right to it. So um, there you are. Um, so how can I help you today, Rose? I'm presently unemployed looking for work, and what I do for a living is extremely competitive, so it's very hard oh. to find a job. So I'm <laughs> okay. thinking about being a class that, where I will change careers. So my oh. question okay. Do you see me finding a job in the near future? And if I take this class, will I benefit from it and be successful? So it's kind of career and work question. Okay. Um, Well, in terms of that that inner measure of time, what we call the the progress moon, um, and that, that shows more where we need to be showing adaptability and openness and ingenuity in our life, you've had that moon going through your 12th house now for well over three years. And that's a time of deep introspection and needing to face down fears and find strength within oneself and find one's faith again. And the good news here is that any moment, and let me just, there, tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, because I'm looking at this, tomorrow, literally, or the day after, your progressed moon is leaving this position, moving into your first house, which is the house of self, the house of identity. And it means you're coming out of the cave, you're coming out of the shadows, you're coming back into the light, seemingly. And the whole point of this coming period is for you again to focus on you, Rose, and and ask the question, ask and answer the question, who am I? What do I call myself now? I need to redefine myself, rebrand myself, relabel myself to better move through time and space. Um, And so it would be a most special time to sort of add new qualities or conditions to one's literal business card as well as to the spiritual business card. Um, And what's also interesting here, for the last year and a half and for another year to come, your progressed moon is moving through your rising sign, the sign of Gemini, which is a sign noted for adaptability, intelligence, and being very adept and enjoying being back in school. Because the mind wants and needs stimulation and wants to develop new pathways and connect other concepts to one another and see all the interconnectedness of life and and sort of thrive in that environment. So literally, um, you couldn't be picking a better time to be taking up some course of study. Again, it depends on the particular course of study, of course. You could study whatever, what certain things that matter to you. But your own receptivity and ability to work now and develop your thought forms and develop your skill sets is at a very high level. So it's a most excellent decision to do that, um, I would say. Um, I'm always and in again, school, though. I'm a badge, and 
Well, yeah, I you're end, Sag. I know. And I start I mean, another that's, one. That's the, well, that's the Sag. Sag is the teacher and it's the pupil. And it just keeps going back and forth, telling your story and listening to stories. Um, <laughs> but certainly this, this progressed moon making this shift, um, that's special. All that right. means it's because it, it, it's not a bad time in the 12th house, but it can at times feel that way because we are confronting our faith and fear and needing to find our way back to our faith and facing down our fear um, in our life. And again, as we might have spoken in your when we've talked the last couple of times, I suppose, um, you do have a very full sixth house. That's the house of work and order and lifestyle. Uh, which means it is a complex arena for you. Um, and, and because Saturn's there, this is where you face your tests in life. Your test in life is, does my life make sense? Am I living the good life? Am I at peace with this life? Um, and when things aren't going well or right, it's because I'm trying to fit into a lifestyle or a work style that may have been fine before, but no longer is right for me now. And so I need to get back to my place of peace by having all the different parts of my life add up into a beautiful whole picture or cloth or, or, or experience. Um, so what is the field that you are in and or are moving to? Or, you know, uh, what, what is your speciality? I work as an executive assistant, but mm-hmm. for every job that is available, there's over 500 applicants. It seems yep. so it's very difficult to find a job. I love what I do, but I can't uh-huh. continue being unemployed, so I'm thinking of taking another class. It'll, it'll probably be starting next month through next year, so, and it'll okay. change career. Okay, um, because your own chart indicates with that sun and Saturn in the sixth house. And again, you could argue this is true for everyone, I suppose, but in your case, more specifically, whenever the sixth house is so strongly indicated in a chart, this is a lifetime of healing, of being on a path of healing. And often people who are doing so, whether not as their official job or in their official capacity, they get involved in the healing arts in medical care and nursing care and whatever kind of care is something that they're drawn to. So it's something to consider at any point in your life as something that I'm doing, but certainly providing a necessary service as you're already doing fits this also with the sixth house, but it really specifically rules medical care uh, and the medical system. I see. So, so it's something, yeah, I don't know if you've ever been drawn to that. I mean, you do have your moon in Pisces. (laughs) No, uh, I'm into well, holistic health, not into... Uh, oh, oh, sure. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not saying you should go to traditional medicine. I'm saying in whatever healing arts you are drawn to, would wish to be part of just for your own benefit, but also be I, contributing to... You could, you could see yourself being um, trained to work in alternative medicine fields and activities as well um, in providing some kind of service there. So just consider that. Um, okay. Also, you know. Thank you very much, um, Bill. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. And again, you know, Jupiter. Just one more thing. Jupiter is in the sign of Scorpio now, and and it's moving through that sixth house of work for you, but it will move into Sagittarius uh, at the end of this year in November, and and keep swinging through Sagittarius through 2019. 
And whenever Jupiter's back in your own sign, you do have greater good fortune and good luck at your disposal. Oh, so, wonderful. I'm really looking so, forward to yeah. that. <laughs> oh, no, no. So you, you're, you'll be like a light coming on also. Like, just like right now with the moon coming into your first house, in the next day or so, you'll feel different. But certainly as Jupiter moves into your own sign and it's your ruler, Jupiter rules Sagittarius, you'll definitely feel a bump of optimism and good fortune coming into your life. And that's in November, you said. That, that starts November the 8th is when Jupiter makes oh. that turn. Um, but it's going to stay in that sign for the whole year um, into the end of 20, 2019. So, okay. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. Okay, let's talk to you again. All right. Okay. Bye. Yeah, sure. Bye. <laughs> Hi, Hello. William. Hi, Who's William. This? this is Diana. Diana Hi, in Diana. South Florida. Yes. Hi there. Uh, I always love your initial part of the show. I just wish it had been longer, maybe slower, maybe an hour I'm and sorry. a half, so you could maybe you could get more into this and like do a ninety-minute show and expand more. Oh sure. Well, I, I mean, I do write about these things in the blog as well, and this is just sort of a recap and um, and a, and a sort of a just going over it again because there's so many different ways you can approach this and talk about it, examine other periods, see what's going on and what the indications might be. And of course, just focusing on one thing like Saturn going over Venus or Jupiter, in this case, both is fine. But to see the fuller picture, you'd want to say, well, what else is going on here uh, in the USA chart to flesh it out even more? Um, and again, as I said, look at other periods to see, well, gee, it seems like there's a pattern here going back at least through the 20th century and probably going back further if I wanted to extend it, that there's this rhythm of many intersecting patterns in any chart for that matter that repeat, but never quite the same. Um, and yet there are things that, that resonate. So, um, I, I do enjoy it. I get very excited, and that's why or maybe I speak too quickly, and I've got to watch my, my meter, my, my beats there. <laughs> but that's just me. I understood uh, everything. It was just hard to, to let it sink in before oh, sure. you get well, into the question. But then again, of course, you can always go back, you know, and come back to the site, go online, and oh, listen yes. to the podcast if you had a oh, computer, yes, yes. if you have a computer, that is. No, um, I, I, <laughs> that's the problem. And also, I'm thinking... I'm also thinking that I might, um, I might take this um, talk and I might also transcribe it and then post it on the blog too. But if you're not getting me on the blog, if you're not on a computer and only calling into the show, then yes, I'm afraid that was, <laughs> that was it. Uh, but, um, but it does, but you, you, could, you, could, you could get to it eventually if you could get to a computer and, and, and log on and listen to it, Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Before I ask my question, I wanted to ask you something. You're talking mm -hmm. about the 29-year cycle of Saturn, and 29 seems to be an important number. I've heard astrologers say that 29th degree is a critical degree. So somehow that numerology, and maybe does add up to an 11, uh -huh. seems uh, Which again, important. Yeah, yeah no, it, I mean, on everything resonates with meaning. I mean, you can look at, you know, clouds going around the sky and all of a sudden you see an image form and it, it impresses you with something. Everything 
everything has meaning behind it. And so we look at these numbers, um, which then can be seen as vibrations, whether they be in sound or waves of, of light or other vibrational energies of heat. And, and then these resonances of the planets as they line up with each other, forming these patterns. Um, and we look at these numbers and dividing the circle of 360 degrees, which again is a special number, why we pick that number as how many degrees in a circle. It's not an accident, uh, but we get into that some other time. Uh, and then we divide them up. And so if you take the circle and divide it in half, it becomes 180. And if you divide it in half again, it becomes the 90 degree angle. And again in a half, it becomes 45. And the so, rule of nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So and then so each one is sort of like and then you have division by three, which is one third of the circle. So it's 120 and divide by six. And so all these numbers resonate with certain meanings. Some are more challenging and tension producing, like the 90 and 180 degrees. They're more challenging energies, we call them, but everything serves a purpose. Um, and others are more flowing and easygoing, like the sextiles and trines, the 120s and 60s. So, yes. And then you get to these every specific degree. Um, and like the 29 number, that's just the cycle of Saturn around the sun. Uh, and so going through all the signs. But what we also to remind ourselves is we, we like to have things be very clear and say, oh, that's the number. Um, but of course, just like we're individuals, everything else in this universe is too, including the planets and including the sun. So they don't have an exact degree, an exact orbital number. It varies. They come in and out from the sun. They wave and bobble and go up and down. So we're averaging the cycles somewhat because they are specifically different a little bit each year, given the individuality of all the different elements comprising that. So it's kind of fascinating. But yes, we, we do take note of that number. And Saturn is this great timekeeping element for us because it's said to be the planet that defines crystallization and reality formation and it really has a strong correspondence with the sun the sun is the self which is everything we could be it's pure potential but we have to be something so we move ourselves into a form which is our self-realization but also inherently our self-limitation too that's saturn <laughs> so it's a it's, it's a that's wonderful language Okay, what's yeah, up? What's your question? question. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, Saturn, uh, first, the progress, I'd like to know where my progressed moon is and how long it will be there. And I want to know the influence of Saturn and Venus on my chart right now and Uranus. That's it. Okay, well, okay, well, well your progressed moon right now is at 19 degrees of Sagittarius um, and moving through your fourth house, which it'll be in for another year or so so that's where energies are focused in terms of you having to be adaptable is in the one the search for truth and meaning sagittarius and and secondly where is security where does my home where can i find stability and security in my life are things i'm addressing at this time um the second question was saturn and what is it doing regarding venus in your chart is that it was that the second question Right. I know my um, Venus is in Capricorn. That's all I know. Yes. Right. And it's at, at early Capricorn. It's at, at two degrees. And Saturn came across that point. I can, I'm looking here, getting it exactly for you. It was, went across your Venus on January the 7th. Uh, now, it will turn retrograde, but it shouldn't come back to that point again 
Um, no, it won't. So you only had a one-time pass of Saturn on Venus, which still is something, and you would feel its effects um, uh, in terms of being a little brought into questioning about your own value and self-worth and your well-being. But what it really... But, yeah, but what really is happening here is because you're born with Venus opposite Uranus, which holds them in resonance with each other your whole life. So when one is touched, the other is touched. Saturn is going over Uranus in your chart all this year and therefore okay. connecting to your Venus in Capricorn. And that does indicate you are this year struggling between innovation and preservation, holding on to security mm-hmm but also needing to take some risks because just holding on is not going to lead to change or growth. But I'm, I'm afraid of getting too out there making change because then I may make, make too great a risk. So you're trying to balance out your needs for security and your need for change this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a crucial year. I, I don't know if I'm coming or going or or staying mm-hmm. actually i know i know i'm coming but i don't know if i i'm staying so um well yeah yeah with, with that moon with, with that moon in the fourth house this is a year of you know really tremendous flux in that home situation um yeah. and and it can be a time last year and this year for these two years where the possibility or the necessity of having to move would come up mm-hmm. at least once in your life. Yeah. 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 Any, any short um, shining star that you could see in my near future that I can hang on to, because I'm really going through a, a big, not just in home, but my physical body. So oh, sure. it, it's earth shaking yeah. right now. Well, the, the best news for you is, yeah, Jupiter is in Scorpio it made one pass already over your son or late 2017 and you will have Jupiter on your son again, exactly on June the 2nd and again, exactly on August 17th. So those are two very wonderful times where doors open, opportunities presented, goodwill is shown to you. And if you are trying to secure anything or pitch yourself or, or reach out to somebody, it's when you have better results, okay? Thank you so much, Bill. It's going to go away on my birthday on the 8th, so I'm <laughs> going to hope to hold on to it as long as I can. Bill, it's okay. I think well, no, but you, that's not bad. Jupiter going into Sagittarius isn't bad. Don't worry. So it won't be that. It's, oh, okay. But you should, you, should, you should get some blessings coming here later this summer, okay? Thank you, William. I appreciate the okay. program. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. Okay. <laughs> Blessings. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, you're talking to Bill. Hello, thank you for taking my call. I don't I've called sure. you once before. I I don't have my birth time, but I'm oh, born which, um August 30th. You? My name's Lori. Lori. Okay, Lori. Let me see if I've got you here already so we can okay. save you. Well, I don't see okay. you here. Why is that? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, then let, 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 me, uh, let me get you in here now. So it's Lori, okay. L-O-R-I, is that it? Or... Yes, L-O-R-I. Okay. And, okay. It's What's August the birthday? 30th, August 30th, mm-hmm. 1961, Aegean, okay. Greece. And you said in Greece. Now, where in Greece? Aegean, A-I-G, 
I-O-N. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just do this. And without, when we don't have a birth time, what we do is we just create a chart for noon, which, okay. and again, it's amazing how much information we can still obtain, but it's obviously missing certain things. Um, I know. But again, no matter what time you're born, you would definitely be a Virgo, and your moon would be in Taurus, and, and many things that are indicated here would, would, would be true for that whole day, so we're, we're pretty good. So what, what is your okay. question? Well, I moved into a, an apartment in January. I had to take it. Um, it was what I could afford and it was available. The thing is, I have a lot of people encroaching on my time, knocking on my door, locals who are driving me crazy, and I basically want to, and I really don't like it there. Do you see an opportunity for me to have to move into something with more privacy, where I can have a little more peace? Okay. Well, again, that's that is. If anybody anybody was to ask me what is the overarching greatest desire for any Virgo, the answer <laughs> would be, and they really admit to themselves. I just want to be at peace. Yes. (laughs) But but because Virgos are so aware of the order or disorder around them that they often Mm -hmm. are very sensitive to things being out of place or out of sorts or disorderly, and that's what gets them upset. So, of course, the message always is you're not going to find peace out there, though you can try mightily and you can do what you can to make it so. You have to first have that peace within to have it around you. Now, well, these, again, these people in, are encroaching on my time and my privacy, and I'm, it's really it's not where I want to be. I wouldn't have chose this place on purpose. You know, it's exactly sure. it's very it's very yeah. wrong for me. Right, I I, yeah. I I I hear you. I can tell in your voice that you're not you're not a happy camper. Um, no. <laughs> well, right now, again, right now, um, the ruler for Virgo, the planet Mercury, is retrograde until April fifteenth, uh, which just means for all of us, but especially for someone like you. It's a, it's a good time to review and reexamine what is and what is not working here in my life and what do I need to do to change it to, to make it better. And then only and after uh, April 15th can I begin taking steps to do something about it. The real problem here this year for you, though, appears to be that no matter what time you're born, probably, um, the planet Saturn, that teacher, that tester uh, for all of us, is this year going over your Mars which is the planet of action and desire and is meant to serve the self by being our vehicle for self-assertion and getting to our goal and achieving our or so, it feels like we're driving with the brakes on. Something or someone is getting in my way and my anxiety level and my frustration and even my anger is building up. And I've got to do things. I've got to do things to take the pressure off myself. So I would say, if you can't change the situation in the foreseeable future, you've got to find ways of decompressing, which for some people means they go out for a run or some people mm-hmm. take a longer hot bath and light candles, whatever you need to get stress out of your system. This year, more than the, in the last eight years of your life, you have to do it. Otherwise, I'm worried for your well-being in terms of stress mm-hmm. levels leading to hypertension, pulled muscles, breaking something. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need to yeah. make sure you're doing everything you can to, because really you're trying to reach a goal, but you can't get there. Right. So it says one, think there's a different goal you could reach for and obtain. Then maybe the way will open up, or you, you're saying to yourself, that's the goal. I've got to go there, but obviously I'm not getting there this way. 
is there another way I could get to the goal? Think of, find okay. other means to achieve your goal, but no matter what you go try to do this year, I will tell you most likely the lesson of this year is patience. Okay. Okay? So you got to okay. realize, take that, make that peace within, do your Virgo thing, you know, let it go. And know that stress is so deadly. So you, and we don't even realize we're stressed until someone says, whoa, you're stressed out. And if they read our blood pressure, it's shot up or something. That's terrible. So you need to de-stress yourself immediately. These people, some people are very pushy and they glom on your time and it's going to take a, a very direct response to get rid of them. And I know they're not going to take it well. See, that's the thing. Well, but I can't, well, I can't have you, it. If, what you need to do is if you find it's difficult to deal with them, obviously one-on-one, mm-hmm. you need support. And you on other people who you could gain support from or be your allies or help you buffer this, this, this need to change things with these people. And then you yeah. can maybe accomplish that. Uh, one person against many is not going to do too well. No, you need, you need right. allies, obviously. Uh, and so you can fight the common fight, not just me against the world or something or me against this group. Um, yeah. But but be careful, because this is a year when stress is strong and you might lose it. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're old. Uh, you're ve- you are very correct. Yes, you are. OK, I'm going to lose it. Of course. I know. And but the person who first loses it loses. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because, I know. <laughs> so you have to maintain self-control. And, and let it out of your system so you don't get bottled up with it and, and try to work at being at peace and know that this eventually too will pass. You're just in a very, you know, pain, painfully delayed, stressful time, and you just got to bear up with it. Okay. okay. Uh, can I ask you what that lady asked you? Do you see my shining star for me coming up soon in any area, something I can hold on to? Um, hmm. Um. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just thinking, what would I say? Um, um, let's see what's changing here. Well, again, probably no matter what time you're born, um, mm-hmm. your progressed moon, that measure of time inwardly in a chart, has just moved into the other sign ruled by, Gem- by Virgo, uh, by the Mercury, the sign of Gemini. And that means this is a time where you're going to find your your uh, opportunity will be there to show more intelligence and adaptability to figure things out and solve your problems. If you don't get stuck, don't get stuck in thinking of things one way, keep moving right. your mind and your focus around. Often we can't see a solution because we're only looking at something one way. There is no solution, but if we assume a different position, we come up with a new original solution and that's what you want to keep doing now. Don't say, well, it's, it's this or this, it's, it's black or white, it's binary, then you're stuck. Yeah. There is no such thing. There's always another way. Look for the other way is the message of your okay. chart. Okay? okay? I'll definitely okay, get Lori. creative. Okay. okay. And I'll, I'll hold on to your chart this time, so I'll have it here next time you call, okay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, thank you very good. much. Okay, sure, Lori. Bye for now. Bye. Hello, you're on with Bill. Who's this? Hi, Bill. This is... Shay, I don't know my birth time, but obviously I know my birth date. If you can now, work how do you with spell that. Your name? How, do you spell, how do you spell your name, Shay? Is it S-H-A-Y? It's actually my middle name. And my first name is Mandy. I use both. 
Okay, so it's Shay. It's S H A. You said. Perfect. Okay, great. And what's your and what's your birth date? Two two seven nine Groundhog's Day. Okay, good for you. <laughs> and and <laughs> you don't have a time, but but what city were you born in? Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania. Okay. And here we go. Okay. All right. Oh, there's a. <laughs> Now, actually, there's a few, this is interesting. There are many Mount Pleasants. Um, <laughs> it's a, I mean, Westmoreland County. Uh, which Westmoreland county? Westmoreland County. Westmoreland. Westmoreland. Okay, there you go. I'm telling you, there's like mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, there's got to be 15 of them. <laughs> it's like, oh, there must be yuck. a lot of pleasant okay. mountains. A lot of pleasant mountains in uh, Pennsylvania. There you go. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, of course, you know you're Aquarius, and yes. more, likely, more, likely than, okay, more likely than not, no matter what time you're born, unless you're born, do you know if you're born late at night or early in the morning or midday or anything at all? No clue. Horrible. Okay, well, again, um, unless you're born at the very end of the day, you're an Aquarius mm-hmm. with an Aries moon. And I will tell you okay. that is a very that's a very sharp and quick and intelligent combination to have. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. All right. I'm liking it. And no, 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 it's good. It's good. So, what can I do for you? What is what's your question? Just, um, I guess, just the is there anything important that you feel that I need to know? Saying for the next three months, three to six okay. months. Let's let's see where things are here. Um, okay, well, probably again, no matter what time you're born, you've mm-hmm. been going through a period of adjustment in terms of how you order your life and your lifestyle and the rhythms of your life. So adjusting diet, exercise, patterns of work, patterns of living, the fundamental question you've been addressing probably for over a year, and maybe it's going to go on for another half a year to year as well, depends on the time of birth, which we don't have, is the question for your life right now, Shay, is does my life make sense? (laughs) And, And I need to establish better patterns of exercise and diet and health matters just for myself and my lifestyle and my work style and make sure all these parts of my life are fitting together in a beautiful way and then I'm, I'm at peace because what's going on right now, you were born with your Saturn in Virgo. This is going to be one of the tests of your life is to create the right kind of lifestyle. And now your progressed moon is moving through that sign, indicating why this is an important time to be addressing this for you. Okay. So that, that I know is going on. I know all last year you were reassessing what do you like and what do you want and who do you like and want. So it was a time of, like the USA right now, Saturn was on your Venus. Um, and so you were reassessing your values, your sense of the beautiful and relationship and love in your life. And the message you were learning there is that love is not out there. It's in here or it's nowhere that I am the source of love for me and my world, but also I want to share it with other people. And so you would have clarified what you like, what you want and who you like and want in your life all during 2017. Seventeen, um, And that can mean you got rid of things you don't need, you cleared out the closets and cellars, 
and you also might have narrowed down the amount of people in your life, but that's over now. And so you're bouncing out of that now and that won't be the issue this year. Okay. That's, that's, that's done. Um, and I guess the, I'm trying to think about what would be the, the major influence for this year probably is that the planet Jupiter, which again rules growth, expansion, good fortune, good luck. We all love Jupiter. This is the year it's going over the, the ruler for Aquarius, the planet Uranus, which means this is definitely a year of uh, uh, opportunities coming in that are unusual in some way. Not, they don't come in a typical way. They may come through a chance encounter with a friend or, or, or just uh, through an association I have and all of a sudden this door opens up that I didn't even know was there, either in terms of a friendship or in terms of a business matter or something that good luck is coming to me this year in unusual ways um, and often through friends. And, and one of those times was already happened. It might've been back in January, February. The next one's coming up right now in April, right around April, the middle of April, there may be some stroke of good luck or good fortune coming your way, a door opening um, and okay. you can take advantage of that. Okay. All right. Uh, now, how about, um, let's, now, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, now, go ahead. Um, <laughs> if I told you the person sign, this is a cancer, could you tell me anything about that person and I? Oh, sure, I can. I can give you a little, um, so this would be someone that you, you know, so this is but, a cancer. Yes, it's, a, um, it's my um youngest son's father we have a 16 month old so okay i don't yeah that which is like up in the air right now okay so what's the um birthday for that person Seven nine eighty four. Nine eighty four. and were they also born yeah, in pennsylvania same, yeah same ho- okay. yeah same so, town same county okay okay great um so let's just see who this person is. As you said, they're a cancer. Um, mm-hmm. probably, probably no matter what time they're born, their moon is in Sagittarius, um, which means that they're a rather unusual cancer, which tends to be a sign devoted to family and nurturing and caregiving and you know, sort of more cautious or careful about things. But the moon in Sagittarius makes a person more outgoing or adventuresome and you know less showing that kind of caring side, more like I want to be free kind of side to their nature uh, than not. So it's sort of like this person feels a tug of war between their caring side and I want to be free side in their life, and they've got to uh-huh. find a, a balance in that. Um, right. Moreover, they, they definitely have a – they experience their own mother as being rather unstable and therefore have, are probably rather, rather dismissive and un, un, not comfortable with feelings and emotions and or with women, <laughs> okay, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He, would see them as, he would see them as unstable. And, and in addition, with Venus lining up with their Pluto, it's very possible he could also experience women as powerful and controlling, and therefore he'd be afraid if I don't control them, I'm going to lose. But, of course, by trying to control them, he'll lose. <laughs> Funny, because he's, um, you know, uh, if he gets in the mood, he'll say, okay, mother, Oh, no. I mean, cancers, that's a very typical yeah. thing that many cancer men will call like, their female um, companions mother. It, it's, it's yeah, a, um, they, don't even know what, <laughs> they don't even know what they're doing, but they, it reveals 
this very strong imprinting that comes from mother. And sometimes the imprinting is beautiful and wonderful and great to be a man around a man who has had that experience. If they haven't done their homework though, and they've got a more difficult experience of mother like this person has, then if they Uh haven't Uh done their work, then you're the one they're doing the work on. And that's not pleasant. Well, Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, I want to I want to get this one last person who's holding on here. Give them a chance. So yes, so give, give them a quick call. Thanks for all your time. Sometime. Okay, you're welcome. All right, okay, I appreciate bye-bye. it. Thank you. Bye bye. Sure. Yep. Hi there. You've been holding on. I didn't want to leave you hanging. So who's this? No. Thank you so much for taking my call. My name is Lisa. Okay. Hi, Lisa. Hi. And, and my date. I don't know the time. Okay. But I have my date of birth. It's is? It's May twenty seven, sixty nine. Okay. And where were you born? What city or town? I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. Kingston, Jamaica. Okay. I just did someone who was born just outside of there in Bywatch or Bay something, some babe something just outside of Jamaica. So uh Oh okay. my people babe? I mean, it, uh, no, it was some someone who lived in a community just outside of Jim, uh, out of um, out of um, the main Kingston? capital there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, out, outside of Anyways, uh, not not in the show. I person I had as a client. Yeah. So um, let me take a look here. What we've got for you, and um, you probably know your chart. You know you're a Gemini, and your yes. and your moon is in Libra, and you have. Uh, you know, a fair number of planets in air, which makes you a person who is a thinking type, a person of reason and and objectivity in this lifetime, is what you're endowed with with that. Gemini's, you know, it's a sign of intelligence and figuring things out. So I don't have much time here, so I'll make sure I give you a chance to answer a question for you. What's your question for me? Um, just to see if there's any career opportunities coming my way. Okay, let's see. Um, let that run, and then I'm going to look at the wheel. So I get a visual too. And okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, your progress moon probably just now, in the last month or so, has moved into Leo, and that would indicate this is a time in your life when you. Should you should be stretching yourself as a creator and as a leader, taking more risks and trying to move yourself onto a new stage of life and where you act or move into a new role on a stage that you're already acting upon. So this is a time to shine in terms of self-expression, creativity, and leadership. Um, you need to show more respect, but then you'll be earning more respect is the message of this period for you. Um, so it does imply some some important improvements coming along here and you might find that things fall into place for you as a result over the course of this year. Okay. Because of Saturn lining up with your Saturn in a very favorable way right now. All right. Oh, good. Okay. Great. It's going to cut cut me off. It's given me the warning already. So it was very nice (laughs) speaking to you and to all of you today. And I look forward to my next show in the not too distant future. Okay. Bye for now.